Hello, brothers and sisters. Brother Derek at the microphone once again on this Tuesday. Glad to be with you once again. We're talking about seeing him who is invisible. Father, I bless my brothers and sisters, Lord, and I release upon them the spirit of faith, the spirit of wisdom and revelation come alive within you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, brothers and sisters, you see God through, through his word. Faith is actually believing in something invisible. I might really need to go back to Hebrews, the first, the 11th chapter, but I quote it, the first part of it. It says that the worlds were created by the word of God. Let, let me just go there. I was going to Colossians, but I feel like in my spirit, See, see, when you when you're being led by the Holy Spirit, God can make you do what he do. Lord, I submit to you. I submit my words to you. Hebrews 11 in that verse one, it says now faith is the substance. OK, faith is a real substance of things hoped for. Hope means things that are positively imagined. See, you ain't going to hope for something negative. You're going to always hope you was hoping that your football team win the game or whatever. So you're going to always hope for some positive. You hope your cake turn out right. You hope your husband or your wife act right. Well, faith is that substance to make the thing desired come to pass. If you hope your husband or your wife act right, you have to find the word of the Lord, apply it to your situation. And I'm going to get into that. I'm going to show you some things by the help of the Holy Spirit. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You, you might hope, man, I hope I have enough money to pay this bill. See, really, I started the title this week having an overcoming spirit. But you overcome by seeing him that, are, that is invisible, right? So faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If it's not seen, that means it is invisible. See, you're not seeing it. If, if your loved one not born again, you could believe for their salvation, but it's not visible. Your faith will have to bring them in. You're going to use a force and you're going to find the word of the Lord. Whereas if you was trying to bring in a son and daughter, you'll have to find a scripture out of the book of Acts. Where it says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your household shall be saved. And you begin to remind God of that scripture over and over and over again. You say, Lord, you told me to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and me and my household will be saved. So I call such and such into the kingdom. Little Johnny or whatever, whatever their name is. Little Mark or whoever the name of the guy. Little Susie May. Lord Jesus, you told me to believe on you, Lord Jesus, and me and my household will be saved. Now, we know in the in the scriptures when they use household, it's talking about your descendants. You know, one place, David in the Kings or whatever, it says, in the hill of the household of Saul. He's talking about his descendants. So when they say you or your household will be saved, it's talking about your, your offspring. You have a right to demand their salvation in the spirit realm because you have the word of the Lord. It's not God that's stopping it. 
is Satan. So your faith is released by saying. Your faith is released by words. So let's just say you were pr praying for, for Susie May. Lord Jesus, it is written. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and me and my household will be saved. Lord, I'm born again. And Lord, I'm believing for Susie May to come in. I surround Susie May with faith and with love. See, you're saved by grace through faith. And it's the love of God. By loving kindness have he drawn you, right? So you surround them. Say, I surround them with faith and love. Every time you get ready to complain about them, say, I surround them with faith and love. I call them into the kingdom of God. I bless them. And I say, they're coming in in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, most of the time, we don't do that. We talk about how evil they was. Let me, let me show you what the Lord showed me. I was watching the Alabama game. I was watching them lose the LSU, right? And to those of you who, who are not in the sports, just bear with me. Because God will speak to you according to whatever you like. The Lord impressed this on my spirit. It's been a lot of complaining about the 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 one of the, two of the assistant coaches. One of them called the defensive plays, and one of them called the offensive plays. And there's been a lot of criticism about them, even from Saints, even even yours truly. And the Lord told me, He said they're gonna get worse and worse because y'all keep slandering them. You all keep speaking negative about them. The same thing with the Auburn coach. He didn't have a chance. Auburn fired their football coach, but they talked about him and slandered the man from the first day they hired him. Well, it's the same thing the Lord showed me with, with the Alabama coaches. As long as the, the people slander their leaders, see, see, they're going to keep doing the same terrible job because you're saying it. You're saying they're terrible. They're doing an awful job. We need to get rid of them. You are unknowingly practicing soft, you know, witchcraft against them. You're not doing it on purpose. Look, yours truly was doing it until the Lord impressed this on my spirit. Well, what we should have been doing, we should have been saying, Lord, give that offensive coach wisdom and revelation. You know, that's how Paul prayed for the people who was dumb, to the people who opposed themselves who the people he couldn't get to come up to the correct level in Christ. Paul said he bowed his knees and he prayed that the spirit of wisdom and revelation would come upon them. Why? Because he had his eyes on the invisible. That the eyes of their understanding would be in light. Let's suppose the millions of people who was, who was speaking against those coaches was praying for them. Was saying, Lord, bless that coach with the wisdom on how to run the offense. Bless that coach with the revelation on how to run the defense. Bless the coach at Auburn, Lord. He, he might be in over his head, but we're going to hold his arms up. We're going to bless him. Do you know what would have happened? They would have miraculously got a dream. They would have got a, a vision, and they would have knew what to do. But as long as Satan can get you to speak against leadership, because they were the leaders of the team. Now, this, I'm talking football right now, but this working in the area. As long as he could get you to speak against them, they got to go. Now, if I want them to go, I start saying, hey, we need a replacement. But you know what? If, if you're speaking against a little sports team, they're going to have to lose to get a replacement. <laughs> so you, you keep speaking against them, they're going to get worse and worse. And uh, matter of fact, 
one of the coaches Alabama had years ago, he made a bad call and they ran him out of there. He ended up winning the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because I guess when they had him as coach, they didn't speak negative about him. So my point is a guy named Bruce Arians. Those of you who know sports know what I'm talking about. So here, here go my point. That guy, he they ran him out of Alabama, but he won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Here go my point. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's invisible. We're talking about looking to him to who is invisible. Now, by for by it, the elders obtain a good report. If you want a good report, you got to release positivity. You got to release faith. Faith is a positive imagination. That's hope, a positive imagination. But faith is the substance. You call those things that be not as though they were. You are sent here as an ambassador of Christ to correct every situation. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, let's suppose I'm still, I'm going to use the athletic analogy. I want to go to some more, but I don't have time. Sticking with the athletic analogy, suppose I wanted my team to start being successful. Well, I have to use the right words to bless. The Bible says bless and curse not. I have to bless those people. I have to release upon them, like Paul prayed, the spirit of wisdom and revelation. See? In the knowledge of God and in the knowledge of whatever they're doing. See, in Exodus, he gave the people gifts of the spirit to build a temple. Some of them can work in this, woodworking, and so forth and so on. I got a lot to say and I'm out of time. Be blessed.